you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On the network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Friday, February 10th, and you are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Welcome back to the pod. Welcome back to Arizona. We are coming to you from the temporary capital of the NFL, Phoenix, Arizona. Now, State Farm Stadium is just down the road in Glendale, Arizona, and that, of course, will host Super Bowl 57. But for now, this convention center remains the beating heart of the NFL community at this moment. Super Bowl experience, Radio Row, thousands and thousands of NFL fans rubbing shoulders with celebrities. NFL legends, current NFL stars. It really is a pretty incredible atmosphere. I nearly bowled over Dick Butkus today. Actually, that's probably giving myself too much credit. The more accurate description would be that he nearly bowled me over. And yeah, he's 80 and he walks with a cane, but the dude is still such an imposing character. And as I learned in that moment, he is every bit the character because as he brushed past me dick butkus gave me a wry smile and and an actual verbal come on man which i believe makes us friends at least that's what i'm going to go with from this moment forward on today's show listener three nfl quarterbacks who are on fascinating nfl journeys miami's tua tonga vailoa chicago's justin fields and san francisco's brock purdy or as steve smith calls him Brock Pretty, what do they make of what they've just been through, and what is next? We will also hear why David Carr is very worried for the Philadelphia Eagles, and why he said, and I think this is almost an exact quote, I don't see a single phase of this game where they have the advantage. Interesting. We'll also hear why Michael Robinson and Michael Yam and MJ Acosta Ruiz disagree. And we will hear what the future Hall of Famer, Steve Smith Sr., has to say about all of it. He's always been a bit of a last word kind of cat, so don't be surprised if he gets the last word today. That's all coming up. But first, this. 
for giving me this platform and putting so many amazing people around me to help support this dream I've had since I was a little kid. Without him, none of this would even be possible. That was the baby goat, the kid, the half billion dollar man, Patrick Mahomes, the NFL's most valuable player for the second time, announced at Thursday's Night of Nights NFL honors. Now, Patrick Mahomes was too busy getting ready to play a game on Sunday. We'll try and get to the bottom of what that game is. To my wife, Brittany, my baby girl, Sterling, and my son, Bronze. This crazy life that we are living means nothing without y'all, keeping me balanced and making me appreciate every single day. No matter how I feel coming home, y'all bring me joy and make me appreciate the time that I get to spend with y'all. Thank you for always being there for me through my good times and my bad. Love y'all. To my family, my mom, my dad, my brother and sister, thank you for supporting me every day and telling me since I was a little kid to follow my dreams. To the Chiefs organization, Clark Hunt, Brett Veach, Andy Reid, the staff, and most of all, my teammates. I would never be standing here today without y'all. Every day, given everything that we have together to go for the ultimate goal, the Super Bowl. Let's continue to go for that dream this weekend. His numbers this season, astonishing. 5,250 passing yards, 41 touchdowns against only 12 interceptions. He chipped in four rushing touchdowns and that championship game scramble for a first down on a bum ankle that will go down in NFL hurt player history. MVP worthy? Absolutely. Now look, my vote went to Hertz, but let's be clear, I don't actually get a vote that counts. Mine counts as much as the next schmo, but I cannot disagree that Patrick Mahomes is a most worthy winner. Congratulations to Patrick Mahomes for a second time. Now, does he get a second Lombardi, a second Super Bowl ring? We'll have game picks coming up. But let's turn first to the Knights' other big winners. Offensive Player of the Year, Justin Jefferson, who accepted the award, walked off the stage, and walked right up to our friend, Taylor Bashotti. Justin, Offensive Player of the Year, a finalist for MVP. What does this mean? Oh, it's a true honor. It's a blessing to be in my position. Uh, being the only uh, non-quarterback to, to be in the finalist for the MVP. Uh, I mean, I've just been getting blessings and blessings and blessings. So uh, I definitely got to thank the man upstairs for, for, you know, putting me in this position. And, uh, I mean, I'm going to keep going. There's, there's no limit to it, for sure. No limit to it. Last year, you led the league in receptions and receiving yards. Why are you the best receiver in the league? Because there's no one like me, you know. I I, I came into the uh, came into the league, you know, striking, and uh, I haven't stopped since. You know, every single year I'm getting better and better when people think that I'm not. So uh, I'm just gonna keep, you know, proving those doubters wrong, uh, keeping that chip on my shoulder, and uh, I'm always gonna be me. What's it gonna take for you guys to be in this game next year? Uh, that's that's definitely what we want to be. Uh, that's the main goal that our, everybody got to have to be on that same page. Uh, but it's just small pieces. You know, I feel like you know we're not too far. We made it to the playoffs. We had 13 wins this season, uh, so we're, we're not too far off. We just got to fix up those little bitty pieces that we need. And uh, I feel like we, we we should be playing for this you know next year or the uh, years coming up. Congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, Tay Tay. As for the defensive player of the year, Niners Nick Bosa took it down and took the mic. A lot more nervous than I thought. Um, Mom, Dad, Joey, I love you more than anybody. Uh, you're the reason I wake up every morning. Um, I love you. Thanks for always being there for me. 
to the 49ers organization from the Yorks and the DeBartolos down, thank you so much for doing stuff the right way and believing in me. To the number one defense in the league, shout out. Uh, all my guys, you make my job a lot easier. It's a team sport, I just do my job. Um, if I've learned one thing in life to, up to this point, uh, whatever end goal you have in mind, it's, gonna be, it's not gonna be a smooth path. There's gonna be times where you're questioning yourself, um, but if you stay the course and you believe in yourself, take it one day at a time, there's gonna be a light at the end of the tunnel. Thank you. As for the rookies of the year, hey, signs of a very bright future for Gang Green. So do not allow too much doom and gloom from your friend, the Jets fan, cornerback Sauce Gardner, and wideout Garrett Wilson, worthy winners both. Here they are with Taylor Bashotti. Sauce, defensive rookie of the year, first team all pro, truly one of the most remarkable rookie seasons for a defensive player. What does this award mean to you? It mean the world to me. You know, the fact that my family was able to come out here and just see me receive this honor, it's just, it's a blessing, man. I, I set three goals, uh, Pro Bowl, first team All-Pro, Defensive Rookie of the Year, I got all three of them, man. I can't ask for it any other way. Your teammate Sauce just won Defensive Rookie of the Year. It's only the third time in NFL history that the Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year are on the same team. What does this mean? Uh, it just means that the uh, the brighter days are ahead of us. You know, as an organization, um, you know, me and Sauce being young dudes, we're so happy to be here and, and happy to represent the organization and the Jets. And, um, you know, we feel like our best football is ahead of us. What kind of foundation are you guys building? Um, we're just trying to set it right now. And, and um, you know, a winning attitude, a winning mindset. Um, you know, all the things that come with it. You know, it's, um, it takes time and, and, and we're, we're willing to, you know, stick around for the, uh, for the whole thing until it's right, ready. There's been a lot of speculation that Aaron Rodgers might end up with the Jets. Do you have your pitch ready for him? Uh, for sure I do. If, you know, if that time comes, you know, I'll have something to say to him. But, um, you know, if not, then uh, we'll be all right too, you know. Congratulations. Appreciate you. Let us turn now to the biggest award of the night. And no, it is not the MVP. It's not about the immense accomplishments that we witness on the field. It is about the immeasurable contributions made off of it. It is the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, and it went to Cowboys QB Wonderful, Dak Prescott. Dak, you've been able to overcome so much adversity, losing your mom, losing your brother. How are you able to turn that tragedy into something so positive for so many others? Yeah, faith. Um, I believe in a strong God and he won't give me anything that I can't handle. Um, and just from there, uh, it's experience and just learning from, from one adversity to another. You're able to overcome that and, and bounce back. And then it's like, hey, um, what, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And so I'm just going to continue to push, continue to move forward. And it's all seasons. When, when there's a bad season, I know good's to come. And as I said, I'm just very faithful. Your mom, if she was here tonight, she would be mm. so proud of you. What would she say? Uh, she'd probably be crying too much to, to even say anything. Uh, very proud mother, always was, always let you know. Um, as I said, very, very teary in the sense of saying it, and I know she's crying right now. And uh, I'm a blessed, and I can't tell you how great of a feeling it is just know that, that you make, you're making your mom proud. So, Congratulations. So well-deserved. Okay, let's name-check a couple other winners. The Comeback Player of the Year, Geno Smith. Well done, Geno. The Coach of the Year, Brian Dayball. Hardly a surprise. And man, nobody can begrudge him that one. As for the Hall of Fame class, that's something super special. Gold Jacketeers united on that stage. Here are their names. Rich Eisen, do the honors, please. Canton is the destination for these next gentlemen. The newest members 
of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Joe Thomas, Darrell Revis, Demarcus Ware, the late Ken Riley, Joe Klecko, Chuck Howley, Rondé Barber, the late great coach Don Coriel, Zach Thomas. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the 2023 Pro Football Hall of Fame class. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. And that leaves only the biggest and best moment of the night. It was unexpected when the season started. It was inevitable when the season ended. And of course, it came from 24-year-old Damar Hamlin, who took the stage and gave us all a reason to both hold our breath as to hold on to our emotion, I suppose, but also to exhale with a collective relief at seeing him and hearing his voice and accepting visually and in our spirits the wonderful prognosis that that kid is going to be okay. Damar, the stage is yours. First, I would like to just thank God for even being here. Every day, I am amazed that my experiences could encourage so many others across the country and even across the world. Encourage to pray, encourage to spread love, and encourage to keep fighting no matter the circumstances. Sudden cardiac arrest was nothing I would have ever chosen to be a part of my story, but that's because sometimes our own visions are too small even when we think we are seeing the bigger picture. My vision was about playing in the NFL and being the best player that I could be, but God's plan was to have a purpose greater than any game in this world. And a special thank you to everyone on this stage for everything they did for me. And thank you everyone around the country and around the world who prayed for me and hoped for me. 
the journey will continue. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. I am your ragged voiced host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy. And now let us turn to this place, the place that I am sitting in right now, the Phoenix Convention Center, the site of the Super Bowl experience which has witnessed a parade of NFL talent this week marching up and down these halls, and today was no different. Today we got a little quarterback obsessed, which is not unusual for NFL fans, NFL media, or any NFL circles. A little quarterback lucky, I suppose, is really the case, because we got visits from Tua Tungavailoa and Brock Purdy. But we will start with my new favorite NFL player, not overstating that. Yesterday I had a little crush on Aiden Hutchinson. Turns out I'm pretty fickle, because that crush disappeared very quickly when I met the embodiment of class and cool QB1, QB wonderful for the Chicago Bears, Justin Fields. Joined now by Chicago's quarterback, Justin Fields, on behalf of Marriott. You know what? Let's pay the bills first. What are you doing with Marriott here at Super Bowl? Yeah, so uh, I've been with Marriott for a couple of years now, but I got a chance uh, last week to get with the couple. Um, to kind of style them on you know a few outfits this weekend so uh one of the outfits was their airport apparel or their airport fit very important no just just got them in a little comfy fitting and their second one was for was for the uh nfl honors last night so got them dressed up in a tux and uh got jessica in in a dress and the third one was the uh, courtyard house party. So, I mean, it was cool, you know, kind of just getting to talk to them, uh, getting to see, you know, their favorite NFL teams, their favorite NFL moments. And, uh, you know, Marriott does these exclusive events for the Marriott Bonvoy members. Um, and if you're a Marriott Bonvoy member, just go to Marriott or moments.marriottbonvoy.com. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's awesome. You know, they're doing a great job to where, you know, uh, giving, you know, uh, members exclusive access to you know NFL events from all the way back to 2016 so they even do stuff in the offseason so if you're a Marriott Bonvoy member go check them out and go check that website out. You took them from athleisure to the red carpet I love yeah. that. I think there's one thing that you don't know about Marriott. What? Um, you know where they where they located and, and, and housed corporate. Where at? Where at? Utah. Utah. I didn't know oh, that. Oh, here we go. University. Here we go. Oh, really? See, I didn't know that. I just saw, I just saw it when you was in uh, Carolina. So I'm from Atlanta, so my dad has season tickets, so I'm going to the game. Seeing you go crazy every week. Well, I'm sorry about that. that. If, yeah, if, if there's any post-traumatic stress about that, I apologize. So I, w- I wasn't that big of a fan of <laughs> Really, That's so. what you get. Yeah. But uh, I was yeah. good seeing you do your thing out there. Well, I appreciate so. it. I, I love to see you do your thing. There's been a lot of things or a lot of speculation, you know, around your team and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But, you know, what I really want to highlight and talk about is just your development as a quarterback. Yeah. You know, you were at Georgia. You transferred to Ohio State, who took L. Uh, we took L to Ohio State yeah. in Utah um, in the Rose Bowl. But, mm-hmm. um you start off the season, there was a lot of things that weren't, weren't going as well. Yeah. However, what was it in that moment or what, what was there a moment at some point during the season mm-hmm. that allowed you to be able to explode offensively and, and to be able to impact and also just change the whole look of that offense? What, what was that moment or what happened? that allowed you guys to be able to do that and and obviously for you to be able to to turn the leaf onto that leadership that you're showing and and, and an offensive explosion. Yeah, I mean, of course, you know, uh, we got a new coaching staff last year, so new head coach, new offensive coordinator to where, uh, you know, our whole whole offense was learning a new offense. So I think it just took a few weeks to, um, you know, kind of guys feeling real 
comfortable in that offense. So, you know, you, you, you know how it is. Just guys learning that. And uh, Luke Getze, our offensive coordinator this past year, it was his first year being an OC. So I think he just kind of had to learn what we did well as an offense, what our O-line did uh, well, what our receivers did well and stuff like that. So, I mean, once we passed that uh, Thursday night football game, I mean, there was a stretch to where we were putting up 30-plus points a game to, you know, where we were putting up, putting up you know, those points to – put ourselves in those positions so uh you know it was great and um you know hopefully you know our second year in this offense that you know going in going in the offseason knowing what you know kind of plays we're going to run knowing what routes what concepts are we gonna, that we're going to run stuff like that so I'm excited um you know I think the culture that we uh built last year um the foundation that we built last year is just awesome to see um and you know of course you know we're going to get some new players in this year so it's going to be exciting for that to see them you know compete in camp and you know uh it's, it's just gonna be a fun next year so steve see. mentioned just the off put that you've had on the field offensively what you're mm -hmm. doing in the ground game ridiculous you're up there now with names like vic lamar yeah what is your outlook as you enter your third season uh yeah just uh continuous improvement mm -hmm. um you know especially in the passing game i know i have to take another step in the passing game so uh i hope i don't have to run as much as i did last <laughs> year next year but uh you know just uh, con continuing uh, to get better as a quarterback uh you know i'm just using this time now to uh, grow as a person grow mentally spiritually and of course as a football player as a quarterback so uh you know this, this offseason has been great to me so far and you know i'm just looking forward to getting better and you know get, getting ready for next year wait you mentioned the, the the other side of things right because people only talk about the x's and o's how are you going to improve on the field the passing game but mm -hmm. the mental and and personal part of it why is that so important to you as well i mean it's just important to you know i think just to know who you are as a person know how to deal with you know certain adversity that may hit you in life so um you know just knowing what the real important things in life are you you tend to spend you know time on especially my rookie year you know my coming out in the draft and stuff like that I'm just giving too much attention to sure. stuff that doesn't matter to you know stuff that you can't control if you know you focus on the stuff that you can control you can you know all that stuff is, is out the window at the end of the day and you can you really control your own destiny so I uh, just just focus on the focusing on the stuff that I can control and the stuff that really matters in life so yeah. so you've had now obviously your rookie year second year you like you said learning who you are mm -hmm. take us off the field then who is Justin Fields? What makes him tick? Yeah. Uh, you know, what do you like to do when you're not playing football, when you're not training, when you're not studying film? How do mm -hmm. you relax and be Justin Fields the person? Yeah. I mean, I'm a pretty laid back guy, um, you know, not too, you know, out there, kind of an introvert guy. But, uh, yeah, I love to travel, love to, you know, see different places. And, of course, wow. I'm blessed now to uh, – uh, be able to do that, but yeah, I just took a trip to uh, to Turks and Caicos, so that was nice. nice. Oh, yeah. was, so where really are some nice. places you love to go uh, now that maybe hypothetically yeah. you have a little bit more change in mm -hmm. your pocket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've never been to Europe, so uh, want to go over there. You know, uh, so looking forward to doing that. Maybe in the summertime or something like that. But uh, yeah, but one of the favorite places that I've been to was Cabo. I went last year with my family, and I was Cabo. that was awesome. But um, yeah, so it was it was great. Justin, the world is literally yours. The Bears' world right now is that number one pick that they're anticipating. Where do you think or they might lean with yeah. such high draft stock? Um, I'm not sure, you know, uh, and I'm glad I don't have to be the GM. That part. Decide that, but uh, I'm not sure. But, you know, uh, as far as I go, I'm just, you know, focusing on me, focusing on getting better, like I said before, as a quarterback and focusing on the things that, you know, 
I need to work on and stuff like that. So not sure what we're going to do with that first, you know, first overall pick. Not sure if we're going to, you know, get somebody there, trade back or what. But, you know, I'm, I'm just focusing on me. Well, and we know it's not a quarterback. Yeah. We know right. <laughs> done and done. Real quick before you let you go, when you look at the Super Bowl 57, you have mm-hmm. two of the young uh, quarterbacks that are setting the standard, setting the pace in the league for sure in Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. When you look at what they've done, um, certainly has to get you excited for what's to come too. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, two great young quarterbacks going at it. Uh, you know, great teams. Of course, Patrick has been in the Super Bowl a few times before, so excited to see him, you know, go back. And Jalen's first time. Uh, I'm excited for him because I've known him for a couple of years now. I've been training with him, so I'm excited to see what he does and just, you know, how he's led that team all year and how he's just battled through adversity. The stuff, you know, media was saying last year with him and how, you know, he's not good. And he's just, you know, had his head down the whole time and worked didn't let any of that stuff affect him and you know look at the spot he's in now so excited for him of course excited for Patrick and you know the first uh, matchup where we have two black quarterbacks going at it so excited to see that and and uh see see who wins the game so uh, yeah. uh, Jeff Lasucci our producer today huge Bears fan yeah big reason why so much of the Chicago contingent is excited for what's to come Justin Fields thank you so much that dude is smooth as silk okay up next a young man whose given first name has no fewer than 18 letters Not a joke, looked it up, yes, I counted. It's Samoan, it's epic, but it is also damn near impossible. So I am very thankful to simply introduce you to a kid named Tua. A big welcome in to Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua Tungvaloa here on behalf of Subway in case you didn't notice. Very subtle. Very subtle. Um, Love this for us. Before we get into the Subway series, um, first want to know, so good to see you again. Likewise. How are you feeling? Everything good? You're feeling great? Because, of course, everybody, Yep. what about your health? Feeling good. Um, I I understand everyone's worry. Um, you know, we love you, but, too. We want to make yeah. sure you're good. And, you know? and I appreciate that. Um, you know, I, I'd like to, you know, give a big shout out uh, having this opportunity to my teammates, um, you know, finishing finishing the year uh very strong um but yeah. outside of that you know i'm i'm recovering and you okay. know everything's good now fantastic i love that you know as our resident dolphins fan i always take the heat i'll take the homer vibe and i say mm-hmm. it proudly because we love the Thank dolphins you. we're excited for you guys and yes what the team did this year was phenomenal now your outlook ahead um for this team everything that the dolphins did this season you know i was rooting for you in 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 aqua and orange all year yeah. Um, well, you know, like I've said, I, I'm very proud of our, our, our guys, the guys in the locker room. Um, fought through a lot of adversity this year with, um, you know, with injuries, not at just my position. Sure. Other positions as well. 100%. And uh, the coolest thing was, uh, although it felt like everything was against us, uh, we were still able to prevail as a team. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and make a playoff run. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially um, but you know just very proud of the way our guys battled uh, throughout the season um, and you know I think the best is uh, yet to come for us I know that's right uh, coach Mike is a different type of dude yeah um, we see his quirkiness on the mic what's something you want people to know about coach Mike McDaniel that maybe they don't yeah that who he is when you interview him is who he is in the office is who he is as uh, uh, you know coach to player relationship yeah. as uh wow. you know coach to coach relationship at who he is as a husband who he is as a father yeah. like that's just how he lives his life i love that um 
off-season plans for you? A little travel? Yeah, so I I, I went and uh, traveled. Um, I, I went to Baker's Bay. Nice. Um, so it was it was really fun. Um, but now, you know, after the Super Bowl, we'll get into training. All right, Tua, looking ahead to Super Bowl 57. It's a showcase of two young black quarterbacks, first time that's ever happened. Um, yep. When you look at Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts, um, this is this is the type of stuff you want to see at this level. Yeah. Two, two very young guys that um, are very much deserving of being in the position that they're in now. Um, you know, for Pat, it's no secret right. the things that he's been able to do. Yeah. Um, but for someone like Jalen, who um, has also, who I've also been in the same room with for yeah. two years, um, you know, have nothing but uh, the utmost respect for him. And, you know, he's, deal- he's dealt with the same things that I've been dealing with. Um, you know, uh, not good enough to be in this league. You can't Mm-mm-mm. do that um, in this league. And um, to see him be able to, to be in the, the spotlight that he's in now, um, very much deserving. Have you been able to text that all with your own teammate? I would imagine he's pretty locked in. Yeah, he's pretty locked in. <laughs> He's After, pretty locked in. On Monday, yeah, you guys can chat pretty locked in. <laughs> okay, the final quarterback we visited with today had me questioning a couple of things. One, do you shake the hand of a guy who just suffered an ulnar collateral injury to his elbow? This is a thought that I had a little bit too late this afternoon when I realized my handshake tends to veer toward the aggressive. Sorry about that, Brock. Not cool, Andrew, not cool. The second thing I was questioning was the legal age for an NFL quarterback because... The man in question, I swear to you, from two, three feet away, he looked to be about 11 years old. I'm serious, and that's not a knock. It's probably latent jealousy of some kind. But a more baby-faced NFL player you are very likely never to meet. He is a late-round gem. He is a stone-cold winner. First name Brock, last name Purdy. The mic is yours. The man, the myth, the legend from the Bay Area, 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy in the house. Brock, I just asked you if you had cut your caught, caught your breath yet from this season. Watching that back still feels pretty good, yeah? Yeah, no, it's been good just to be able to take some time off and reflect and be thankful for all of it. But, uh, I mean, it's been a dream come true. So, real quick, how are you feeling? I know surgery's next for you, but otherwise, all good? Yeah, just letting the swelling and everything go down, get surgery, and then try to get back for camp and ready to roll right. for next year. I mean, that was the best case scenario, right, that it wasn't going to be this long Tommy John situation. We're excited that you'll be able to get back to work sooner rather than later. Um, yesterday, at NFL Honors, incredible for you to be amongst the best and best of the league, and with good reason. We see what you've done this season. It's not by mistake. Nothing that's done out of Santa Clara from that 49ers facility is ever by coincidence, right? Take us there to when you your name was called. We hear next man up all the time, but man, y'all put that to the test quite a bit this season. Yeah, I mean, a credit to all the coaches and the organization yeah. and how they run things. Um, and then obviously Coach Greasy and Kubiak just yeah. having the quarterbacks ready at all time. And so yeah. when my number got called on, in week 13, it was like, man, I'm ready for this. They got me ready, and the guys around me helped me and, and believed in me. So it was, it was a blessing. Earlier this week here on Total Access, we had um, Trey Lance, and he could not stop singing your praises. A testament to how you guys work together in that facility and in that quarterback room. How has it been just being able to talk to not just Trey, but Jimmy as well, and Josh too, that's in the yeah. mix now? Yeah, I mean, 
I can't say enough, you know, good things about Trey and then how he went about his business when he went down and the selflessness to come back and lead the guys in the meetings and, and to help me out with rookie experiences and what he's seeing on the defense. So uh, I love Trey, man. He's a great guy. Everyone loves him. And I'm happy that he's getting back and that he's healthy and ready to roll for next year, too. Man, that 49ers brotherhood is something special, I got to say. Um, real quick, as we look ahead to Super Bowl 57, I mean, can you root for the team that knocked you guys out? That's kind of a hard ask. No. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough, but um, I mean, it's going to be a good game. We're excited to watch it. Obviously, the Chiefs and the Eagles, um, we obviously wish it was us and we're bummed how it all ended and yeah. went down, but um, overall, it's going to be, it should be a good game. What has driven you through this season? Uh, I mean, the, the steadiness, the focus, we hear all the time, the game's never been too big for them, but you've just been sort of an even keel guy at every turn. Yeah. I mean, I have to credit my faith, you know, who I am. I know who I am. I know what my foundation is built on. And, and uh, knowing that, I can go into a performance and know that win or lose, good performance, bad performance, that I know who I am. And I believe in that. And that gives me confidence to go and, and play and, and play with a, at a level that, you know, to win in, at the NFL. So that's really where it comes from. We know that the 49ers are high on high character guys and that right there. Proof is in the pudding. Brock Purdy, we're so excited to see what's next for you. Speedy recovery for, for you, my friend. And thanks for stopping by here. It's all Thank active. you, guys. Yep, God bless. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, coming to you from the Phoenix Convention Center. And now, a few words 
on Sunday's game. We are, what, two days away from kickoff in Super Bowl 57. The AFC top seed Kansas City Chiefs, led by Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. The NFC top seed Philadelphia Eagles, led by Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts. But of course, that's so reductive. Led by those guys? Yes, but no. Philadelphia Eagles are led by their defense. Kansas City Chiefs are led by so many other people, including Eric Bieniemy and Travis Kelsey and Isaiah Pacheco and Jet McKinnon and an underrated and overlooked offensive line, an underrated and overlooked wide receiver room, and a defense led by Steve Spagnola that can be aggressive as all blank. But let's go back to the game. I have three questions about Sunday's game. Question number one, what is the storyline to watch on Sunday? This answer has changed throughout the week, so let's check in with our guys and find out what they are feeling and what they are thinking at this very moment. MJ, Steve, David Carr, Mike Robb, and Mike Yam, take it away. Your biggest storyline is what? Oh, that's a tough question because I got a lot of storylines. First of all, just from a 30,000-foot um, view, just looking at the, the styles and how these teams got here, right? To me, you look at the Philadelphia Eagles. I think they've had the best roster in all of football throughout the entire season, right? They have the superior roster. But the Kansas City Chiefs, they got that dude behind center who may be the best player in all of football in Patrick Mahomes. So which style wins, right? Is it the superior talent at the quarterback position or is it the superior roster is the one that comes out uh, out, out uh, as the winner? Also, can Andy Reid find a way to protect Patrick Mahomes? I mean, he did have that ankle injury. And yes, we've been talking about all week the pass rushers from the Philadelphia Eagles. Their four starting pass rushers all have double-digit sacks. I mean, and then when I look at just the way Jalen Hurts plays the game. T to me, this is the final thing that I'm really, really looking at is can he legitimize that style of play? Can he legitimize the style of running the football, having running the football being the primary focus of the offense and win a Super Bowl? Because if it does, it opens up the door for so many guys that play yeah. football just like Jalen Hurts. Yeah, that's a great point. And they do have a great roster. And when you watch the Philadelphia Eagles play all year, they haven't really been tested. They've kind of just walked down the field on teams. I, I can remember one time they played the Colts early in the season. They had to come back and win the football game from behind. And that's just a situation they haven't been in. So you can say on one hand, oh, they haven't been tested. And on the other hand, they got a great roster and they're a great football team. So why would they be tested? So that's that's the dilemma for me. When I look at this football team, I think that if you had to say you're the Kansas City Chiefs, is there a weakness in this great roster in in, in this play, the style of play? And I would say that if I was Steve Spagnola and knowing him like I do, they're going to force him to throw the football. Yep. It's going to be on Jalen Hurts. Like this this game is going to come down to Jalen Hurts making throws like this. Like we're watching outside the numbers, down the field, which he's been great at. Yeah. I think that's going to be the, the, the big story of this football game is they, they can't let him just hand the ball off, run the RPOs, which they're great at, best in the league. Touchdowns, yards, touchdowns in the red zone, everything. The way that they run the football is dynamic, yeah. but you have to limit that, and you got to put it on Jalen Hurts, and then let him go win the football game. What happens if the Philadelphia Eagles go down by two touchdowns that's in the great first question. second quarter? To me, that's something that I think that's I'm what not... Kansas City would love to do is put Absolutely. them in that position. Okay, question number two. Why is it so hard to defend Travis Kelsey? Now, I realize there's a bit of an eye roll asking an obvious question like that. This is a question that has been asked about Travis Kelsey since he entered the league. But believe it or not, Steve Smith Sr. managed to offer a response to this question, to this painfully obvious question, that actually felt fresh, which is why I'm including it here. Thank you so much, Steve Smith Sr., 
take the mic. It's amazing the fact that Travis Kelsey in the playoffs right now is only second to the GOAT, Jerry Rice. That just shows how impressive he is. But what really makes Travis Kelsey so tough is, number one, his production. You got to be consistent. Nobody is talking about a dude that isn't doing anything. And then good vision. Right? He understands what's going on. He understands uh, where he needs to be. And then quickness, quickness, not fast, but quickness to make the defenders miss. Great hands. See, so, I, let me rephrase that. Great hands. <laughs> not good hands. Not I hate hands. Great hands. And then the last thing that people don't even put in that category when I talk about what makes a guy so hard to cover mm. is the quarterback. He's playing, with, he's playing with yes. Patrick Mahomes, and he has a coordinator, uh, Eric Bieniemy, a, a head coach, Andy Reid, who also understands how to play to the strength of his player, the receiver, or the tight end, whichever yeah. category you want to put him in, because he's doing the best out of both right. positions. But then understanding that your quarterback understands and he has just enough vision and ability and yeah. production and consistency. And so that's why those two guys mesh so well. That's why when uh, tra uh, when Tyreek Hill left, mm -hmm. Travis Kelsey's number didn't change. Yeah. He was still consistent because they know what they have in each other, and that plays a role. You know, it's not taking anything away from Kelsey, but that duo, it matters. That's why we talk about chemistry, and that's why Kelsey is Mahomes' favorite downfield target, especially in the red zone. And finally, with the game on the line, as this game might be, as I really hope this game will be, who has the edge? The two-time MVP, the now two-time MVP Patrick Mahomes, or the versatile, agile, and rarely hostile, super cool Jalen Hurts? Well, it may come down to the answer to this question. So what is the answer to this question? Gentlemen, Take it away. Man, this is a tougher question than you think. But, David, you're still going with KC's guy. I am still going with KC's guy. But, I, I mean, that's a valid point because Jalen can do so much with his legs. You know, I think that when you get down to crunch time and you get in these big moments, guys tend to panic. Steve talked about it a little bit earlier. You know, defenders are going to get out of position and Jalen can tuck it. But this guy that we're showing on screen is dynamic and he's done it so many times. When I look at it, Jalen's done it once. Mm -hmm. He did it against the Colts. He has had to come back. He's had the game on the line. Every other time, it's been a pretty nice little jaunt in the park, you know? So, I mean, for me, this is like the biggest stage, the biggest moment. Kansas City's been here. They've done this before. He's come from behind so many times also. So it's not going to be a nervous situation. Not that Jalen's going to be nervous, but, man, there's so much to be said for experience in those moments. Yeah, it is. I mean, man, Patrick Mahomes is special, man. I yeah. mean, he can hit any place on the football field. He, You know, when he's mobile and his ankle didn't bother him, he also will take off on you and That's run right. yep. for yardage as well. But... The reason why this was so tough is because whether it's a 60-yard pass or a 60-yard run, it's still 60 yards, guys. I remember being down by two touchdowns point, with, yeah. with Seattle, and we came in at halftime, and I remember Tom Cable and them saying, guys, I know we're down by two touchdowns, but we're going to go to 22 personnel, big people, and we're going to run the ball, and we ended up winning by seven. See, people don't realize when you're in those late-game situations, when you're in those tough moments, those moments of anxiety – it's the unpredictability of Jalen Hurts' legs is what yeah. can prevail. It's the fact that you can play a coverage perfectly. Everybody's all covered, and, th and you think everything's perfect, and he just take off, and yep. he has the strength and the ability, again, to go 60, not just to scramble for 5 or 10 yards, but he'll take off and score touchdowns. To me, that's why that question was tough no, for me. An and really, yeah. any one of these quarterbacks 
will lead you. So to they call it hidden yardage in the quarterback. Room. Absolutely, That's what they always talk about the quarterback runs that, that doesn't go necessarily on the stat book, but man, it's a big factor. You know what's fascinating about this? It comes down to opportunity. You said it. We've seen Patrick Mahomes yeah, do it a lot. Yeah. Jalen Hurts gets this done just one time on this stage <laughs> in the Super Bowl. This is not a question yeah. moving yeah, forward. Down. Both of these guys will certainly have that on their resume. Okay, I lied. One last question. Who wins Super Bowl 57? I promised you game picks. I better deliver on that. Who wins Super Bowl 57? Why do they win it? And how do they win it? Here we go. Game picks. We usually do it the day before. We're going to do it two days before. Here we go. Take the mic. David, I'll let you kick things off here. Who do you I'm, like? I'm going to say Chiefs. 42-35. Mostly wishful oh. thinking, but I also think <laughs> it's going to be a lot of offense score. Oh. I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to load the box up, make them throw the football down the field. Two. They obviously can do it in Philly. 42 Stephen like the 42 point. I understand. Has anyone scored 42 points? No, I was the shocked the by that Eagles? number. Probably I'm just not. shocked. Yeah. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of Pat points. Mahomes. I got the Philadelphia Eagles winning this one 31 to 29. I think Jalen Hurts goes off, legitimizes the running quarterback with throwing ability. I think the guy has over 500 yards of total offense. I thought I was going to be the only one. The way the meeting was going, I was like, man, maybe I'm the only one picking the Eagles, but I'm glad you're with me yeah. on this one. Philly Wolf as well. It. Love it. I, well, yeah, you're. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, there's better situations to be in, I can assure you. But Mahomes with a great opportunity. 28-27, the final score. Okay. I still think this thing okay. is going to be a close one. I want to thank everyone whose voices were heard on today's podcast. And I want to invite you, the listener, to join us tomorrow on Saturday for a rare Saturday NFL Total Access podcast. We will offer up more NFL stars like Saints defensive end Cam Jordan, who is always a good time. He is a friend of the show and he is worth the price of admission. Bill's soon to be unrestricted free agent Jordan Poyer and Justin Jefferson may just stop by to give his Super Bowl pick. Oh, and Steve Smith Sr. will be back to school us on what he expects from this Chiefs defense? The answer, namely, one giant surprise. Cue the intrigue music. Coop, do you have some intrigue music? Like, dun dun dun! Uh, maybe not. That's tomorrow. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss in the land of saints and sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, watch it now on digital, rated R. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.